Welcome back to another episode of Off the Top Podcast. I'm super jazzed to do this one. Super excited. It has kind of basically all you listeners have something in common. And that thing in common is what we're going to talk about today is going to probably affect you in some way in your life. Julian, what's up? What's going on, man? Um, super excited. Glad to be back in the saddle. Back to have our listeners. Thanks for all the voice messages we've got. You know, today's topic, I think, is as Jordan said, it, it's going to change a lot of things if implemented successfully. Um, and it has to do with a very, very large entity that, you know, you've dealt with, you have a profile on, um, or, you know, you've heard some bad things about in the past. Exactly. So what we're going to jump in today is we're going to talk about the new project that Facebook has going that's gotten a lot of buzz and that's their project Libra, which is basically in layman's terms, a cryptocurrency that they're coming out with. So we're going to tell you what it's about, what we think about it, and how this might affect the future of kind of daily life. And so before, Jordan, I, I just want to get your sense on the state of Facebook currently. You know, we've dealt with various security issues in the past. We've talked about the Cambridge Analytical scandal. Um, they're still in hot water about some things. I just want to get what your your look on Facebook is currently. My look on Facebook currently, I feel like it's quite normal as like everybody else, especially in our age range, just like younger. Uh, you know, we phase, a lot of us have phased out Facebook. Uh, I still have Facebook just because it's cool. Like, you know, I'm able to keep in contact with people around the world. So that's nice. Um, but as far as like trust goes with Facebook, I always have a skeptical eye about, you know, um, like, what are they really trying to do? Are their intentions like truly pure? And regardless of their intentions, what are the outcomes of this thing, too? Because I think they've merged into this super, almost super being with too much knowledge on everybody, too much insight on what people do and too much knowledge on how like people think and then put that in a capitalistic model. And I feel like you have something that's kind of scary to wrap your head around. But how about yourself? I'm in the same boat as someone who is in digital marketing and often is looking at the data from different social channels um, and online channels. Facebook, I think, is a great place. I think its intentions as a platform or as a service, you know, connecting with friends around the world messaging, sharing images, sharing moments of your life, essentially, you know, a digital storybook, so to speak. I think the intention in the right place, I I put it in the same boat with Amazon for me, where I am a little bit skeptical because there's so much data that is being held by Facebook or Amazon. And it just can be a very slippery slope if you're entrusting too much to these platforms. And, you know, with this new project, it is going to be very interesting to see how people receive the idea um, as they roll it out over time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think public perception of this thing is going to kind of like vacillate like it always does as far as, you know, when not a lot of people know about it, not a lot of people have heard about it, not a lot of people have been educated on it it'll have a different reaction when people start using it. I'm sure it'll have a different reaction. So it'll go through this life cycle of how people think of it, how people like, you know, believe what's going to happen and how it's going to affect our future. But without further ado, let's jump into exactly what kind of beast we're dealing with here. Yeah. So Project Libra from Facebook, as Jordan said, is, is Facebook's in layman's terms, kind of introduction to cryptocurrency. 
Uh, and if you aren't familiar with cryptocurrency, one of the more popular and commonly known forms of cryptocurrency, and yes, I said forms, there are different styles out there, but it's Bitcoin where we saw surges in prices where single Bitcoins were going for fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars um, And now, you know, with that coming to popularity and seeing to be a trend um, and maybe sticking around, Facebook is introducing that to its platform for, you know, potential various uses for its users. So this is my first issue with Facebook when it comes to Project Libra. Um, I believe that they kind of just tried to suck the teeth of the the hot topic word uh, by using cryptocurrency because genuinely, when people think of a cryptocurrency, just like you said, Julian, they think about Bitcoin. But when it comes to Project Libra itself, it's going to be more of a stable currency. So it's not like an investment thing where you kind of like speculate, oh, Bitcoin is going to be 30K this year. So I'm going to throw some in. This is going to be a stable thing where it will be, you know, it won't vacillate a lot. So instead of being an investment grade like thing, it'll be an exchange and transaction grade thing, which is the first thing that's different. And then the second thing that's different is that instead of a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin itself, where you don't need trust, there's no trust in the system because you can see every single thing that happens and you know that this ledger is kept right, you have 100% trust in the people that are running this and basically the the entities that are holding on to this stuff. Um, you have the trust that they keep the ledger board accurate. And then you also have the trust that they keep um, Project Libra or Libra coins at that steady, like, you know, exchange rate of like, you know, one Libra coin per dollar or, you know, like one pound per Libra coin. And so those are like, you know, very first right off the bat things that I would say I'm like, all right, come on, guys. Like, yeah, I guess you can kind of sneak away with it like that. But, you know, if you really wanted to educate people, you would kind of like steer away from maybe the cryptocurrency, um, you know, like nomenclature and what people first have a gut reaction to and maybe go a different route to really portray what's going on in a better light. Yeah. And if you guys caught our podcast um, recently, where we talked about the Federal Reserve, it seems like Facebook is coming in to put its place for, you know, we'll say electronic currency in this instance, where they're going to be controlling, as Jordan said, um, you know, the value or the exchange rate. And that's where, once again, I'm going to line with Jordan here, where my biggest problem is, do you make this exchange rate different? Facebook operates worldwide for the most part, I believe in China, they use like we WeChat or WhatsApp. Um, but for the most part, like what is going to stop one Libra coin that's equivalent to say one US dollar? That's a huge different amount to someone in Thailand or Vietnam or even in the UK based on exchange rate and how that's going to be, um, you know, if it makes it way, it eventually makes itself outside of Facebook, you know, for different purposes or different services. How do they keep that equal to the playing field where, you know, one certain currency exchange isn't dominating or taking advantage of their system? So to kind of answer somewhat of a question, I've done research on this and uh, almost an extension of our like, you know, how the U.S. economy works type thing. It is basically the similar thing as another country um, pegging their exchange rate 
or their value of their currency to another country. So for instance, um, there's some countries, and I might get this wrong, but I believe it is Mali. They have their basically their currency pegged to euros. So what that means is that um, they made it so that you'll always have like, you know, 10 Malian dollars is always worth X amount of euros. And so that's what they're going to be doing. We put you buy Libra coins, you send whatever currency you have in. And basically this reserve that holds that money has um, a kind of a mixture or, you know, an asset like portfolio that mixes in US dollars, pounds, and then yen from what my research has been. And so then they'll keep that there so that you get like a fair exchange rate out. The only thing is though, is that that's up to them to kind of keep keep that um, portfolio diversity correct so that it is a stable price because things move. And another thing is that if there's instability in the actual assets that you are basing your currency off of, you can't really shake that instability out of the actual currency itself without doing some kind of uh, pseudoscience-esque type stuff. So that is, um, I hope that answers your question. It gives like, you, know, you more information on how, how they kind of are going to go about it as far as exchange rates go. And, but you're right, there, there's going to be a difference between, you know, us exchanging dollars, somebody exchanging pounds, and somebody exchanging uh, bot, for instance. And so, but that's the reason I think a huge reason why Facebook is doing this is to kind of allow people to have access to a bank worldwide, at least from what I've done research on. Yeah. And the other thing too, with their, their currency system is it's more than just a value. Um, it is a, a lifetime customer acquisition model. So if you are unfamiliar with what a lifetime customer acquisition is, is, you know, if I can get one person to sign up on Facebook and they come back to me daily, weekly, monthly, I continue to get data from them and that helps me out. So their lifetime value is much higher than someone who is a one-time user or someone who is a quarterly user of Facebook. And so in this model, they are using the, this currency also to incentivize people who may start watching, you know, Facebook video or um, Facebook watch and those ads where you're get, starting to get paid as a user um, from the rumors I've heard. If you watch, you know, an ad that you could potentially make some revenue from that or as a creator, you can make revenue from that. And it also allows you to have this currency to use in the Facebook marketplace. So if you are on the Facebook marketplace and we'll say Austin, Texas, and you want to buy a saddle, um, you can use this currency to trade online digitally safe and secure with the seller of the saddle. So now you hold it all in one place, uh, maybe similar to PayPal, um, but more 100% electronic. Um, all within that Facebook platform. So you can do everything from there. So you can get paid, hold your money in there, pay others all on this platform. And maybe that increases your user limit or your daily engagement with Facebook by two hours, an hour and a half. And to them, that hour and a half is probably so valuable that the longer they keep you on the site, the better it is for them and the happier you are because they're tweaking the site to the data they receive from you. Absolutely. I think that that's kind of, you know, one thing that we know Facebook really likes to do is find ways to pull as much or keep you on Facebook as long as they possibly can. 
And uh, one thing that I want you guys to know as far as listeners to kind of get your best education so that if somebody's talking about this, you're well informed. So Facebook is creating a different company to handle their wallet and data for Libra. And that company is going to be called Calibra. So what they're, they're saying is that they're going to keep their data and, you know, of your spending habits, of everyone's spending habits, of how much they, you know, they, they put money in, how much they take money out. Um, all in a different entity. And so that's basically going to uh, kind of, that's their attempt to assuage the worry of people saying like, oh, that's just too much data for Facebook. If they're already spamming me with watermelon board shorts when I just dreamt of them, then what are they going to do when they actually know how much I spend on stuff? Um, so that's that's their basically way to assuage me. I'm a little bit more skeptic because, you know, how hard would it be to have Calibra sell data to have Facebook buy that data as two different entities? And then how hard would it be to just align those and do it anyway? And granted, maybe that's just me being cynical and that won't happen. But I don't think that there's any reason to think that it wouldn't or could not happen. I agree. It's tough too when you look at as we talked about the history of facebook and as of recently some very interesting or shady things have been occurring where you know facebook has never come out and admitted to it they always just talk to the people accusing them because most of the time the people accusing them don't really understand the whole the whole process so facebook is slowly and slowly getting away with different things uh and it, it's very hard for me to say I want to give this platform more information on me um, and more on my habits of spending. Where, as Jordan said, if, you know, they are enticed to sell this information or if this information does get out some sort of way, could that, you know, negatively affect me? Am I, or is it just simply me starting to see more and more ads that occur? So it's going to be very interesting to see how everything gets rolled out and the, the reception to it because, you know, the way your grandma might be receptive to it is different than someone who is, in, you know, 22 um, in their thought process where, you know, one click shopping might be easier for someone than another. It's a very interesting road for such a large platform as Facebook to go under, um, you know, individually because you do have Google Wallet, right, which houses your your cards, but that's through Visa and MasterCard and other, you know, other areas. This is all solely manufactured, um, held accountable by Facebook um, in their project. So just so that we can kind of like go over the technical side of that, um, Julian mentioned that, you know, having control of the data that we talked about, like that I talked about as well. And so this isn't just going to be like Facebook marketplace. Uh, right now, I think that they have like a pretty solid conglomerate of companies that are in on it. As far as like you have eBay, you have Spotify, um, you have companies like that that are kind of like, you know, quite, quite transactional and that you can get like, you know, that people use a lot. And then as far as eBay goes, you can buy anything off eBay, either it be like a doll or a house. So there's going to be kind of a lot of data that they can collect. And the thing that basically is happening is that uh, they have kind of a, a headquarters uh, where they have like basically they control everything. And in those headquarters, there's companies such as MasterCard, Visa and other companies that are 
based in Geneva, which is kind of an interesting point because they want to avoid kind of the the regulation or the muddy waters as far as U.S. goes when cryptocurrency is involved. And pretty much those companies are going to be the driving force or help guide Libra to wherever they want to be because they do have voting capabilities. So those are the guys that we're going to be looking at as far as like, hmm, what are what do you think they would want to see? Or what do you think they are looking for in this? Because I think that those if you look at the certain companies, and I wish I had them like, you know, name, I could name them all. Those would be the guys that you'll see kind of nudging Libra into whatever direction. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be, you know, if you look at it, I think it might be something that's quite noble. I think it'd be amazing if women in Namibia or women in, uh, you know, somewhere where they don't have access to a bank, they don't have access to a savings account or something, have a place or people just in general, not just women, but people just in general that can put their money somewhere so that they can hold it safely and not have it in danger as far as like keeping it on them or keeping it in their pillowcase or something like that. So I think that that's super cool. And if that's executed on, then, you know, I would be genuinely, you know, like, okay, like get on Facebook, you know, uh, golf clap. But what are the side effects? How is it going to affect everybody else? And like, what what is the end result? basically, is my questions. Yeah, I mean, you could take this with a grain of salt. It could make e-commerce functionality or shopping online um, more intelligent and easier process because now with the data given by, we'll say, Facebook, you know, you if you're running an advertising campaign, you know, you can target people who are, right now, you can target people who are 22 female, just graduated college that live in, Oklahoma, who have a tendency to like dogs, who have a tendency to like country music, who have a tendency to like photos with yellow dresses in it. And you can take all that data that you want and say, you know what, this might be a good, you know, yellow country related dress. And if we throw maybe some younger messaging and maybe a dog in this photo, they're going to be more likely to buy it. And it might be relevant for you. So you can take that with a grain of salt because Maybe it does make things better where instead of estimating based on your likes, it's saying they have purchased all of these products and these all have these similarities. So if we put this in front of them, it's going to make them a, a lot more likely to purchase my product or make your um, your purchasing path a lot easier because it's easier for them to get in front of you and you to see new styles you haven't seen before Um to, for whatever it may be, take that with a grain of salt. You know, they get a lot more data, but they could use that data, as Jordan said, nobly to get in front of you and use it in the right ways. It's really all just speculation to see how it comes down and what platforms they integrate it with um, and how it is, you know, the functionality of it. Is it going to be super easy to use like a PayPal or cash? Or is it going to be something that's a little bit more difficult where you have to build up a certain amount and it's more of a weighted trade based on, um, you know, what the person is trying to receive. We'll find out. It, it, there's a lot, a lot to cover to get there, but it is something that is coming up. Yeah, absolutely. And one really quick thing that I forgot to mention earlier was that uh, Facebook has came out and said that they're not going to 
verify their developers for this. So anybody can develop an app for Libra. And I think that that in itself is kind of begging for another Cambridge Analytica type situation where, you know, people could uh, almost abuse their their abilities and what they can do. But at the same time, I think that if I'm going to be kind of an altruist and kind of like think positively on the situation, I think that, you know, having people given the abilities to be able to have access to some sort of bank um, and things of that nature, super cool, super positive. And who knows, maybe it'll be executed flawlessly and there this will be just kind of like a absolute home run by kind of the Facebook group and everybody else who's involved. I mean, I hope so. That'd be a cool thing. And it would definitely change a lot as far as daily transactions, you know, either getting public transport um, or like buying anything at the store or anything like that. So I'm kind of really curious to see how it goes with a cynical eye. If you guys have your own thoughts, concerns, or things that we didn't mention that you guys know of, please reach out to us. We love hearing it. Um, Julian, take us away. Facebook Project Libra. You've had it there. Jordan and I broke it down. You can follow us on social at Off The Top Cast. You can let us know how much you'd love Facebook, how much you hate Facebook. What are your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Do we need another episode? Email us, the Off The Top Cast at the... Ooh, the off the top podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we hope, you know, this was a good one for you and we have some good ones coming up too. So stick around and shout out to JR. Thanks for being a super fan, buddy. We really appreciate the messages. Take care. <laughs>